the long con, a meticulously planned long-term confidence scam designed to obtain a large return from the mark. It's the opposite of the short con, designed to instantly fleece the mark of the money or property on his person. Nobel Prize winner Niels Bohr commented that prediction is very difficult, especially about the future. What did he know? After all, they're handing out Nobel Prizes to almost anyone these days, apparently for what they might do in the future. Certainly, some things are easier to predict. For example, the very different role of physicians in the healthcare system of the future. I've always believed that we don't have a healthcare system, we have a healthcare market. Or at least we had one. As words matter in persuasion, propaganda, and politics, the public at large, and many within the market itself, became sold on the system approach. Voila, there was a system to fix. Of course, the fix was in Obamacare. So just how will physicians fit within the system? A prominent role in return for the AMA's support of Obamacare? Maybe not. Consider these trends that appear to be converging on your medical degree. As Obamacare has promised more care for less money, the battle for control of limited health care dollars and of the delivery system itself is intensifying. Obtaining the power to allocate funding and delivery means that those in control of allocation will have the ability to shift funding and cost savings to themselves or their favored participants. Accountable care organizations are an example of the struggle over money and control. Although not specifically defined, these Hospital Plus provider organizations are to act as funnels for federal health care dollars. Picture every case as being subject to a super global fee, X dollars to be paid for all related services, both facility and physician sides. With the hospital in charge of allocating your fee, how fairly will it act? Of course, this begs the question of whether it should be acting at all. With fewer healthcare dollars per patient to spend, those doing the allocating will be tempted to select the provider who offers the service at the lowest price. There will be a predisposition towards acceptance of substitute classes of providers. There will also be the adoption of lower standards as to what constitutes an acceptable substitute service. For example, let's look at the current state of the nurse versus physician debate. Nurses and the hospitals that hire them seek to greatly expand their roles. They see existing limitations placed on the scope of nursing practice as anachronistic and view a healthcare future that is largely led by nurses. The battle was on for public perception, but nurses consistently come in first in the annual Gallup poll on the public's opinion on professional honesty and ethical standards. Even the English language has the odds stacked in favor of nurses. I wrote this short story to demonstrate. Sally nursed the escaped convict back to health. Afraid he'd be identified, the convict doctored Sally's drink. Looking even deeper at the nursing issue, consider the certified registered nurse anesthetist versus anesthesiologist war for more clues. Political and economic pressures have forced regulatory change. Sixteen states have opted out of Medicare's CRNA supervision rule, and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services guidelines 
already permit CRNAs to administer labor epidurals for the purpose of analgesia without physician supervision. In 2010, the Lewin Group released a study funded by the CRNA's national organization, the American Association of Nurse Anesthetists, concluding that CRNAs acting independently provide anesthesia services at the lowest cost, with no difference in the level of care. In August 2010, another AANA-funded study was published in the journal Health Affairs, concluding that there are no differences between patient outcomes when anesthesia services are provided by CRNAs, anesthesiologists, or CRNAs supervised by physicians. The study's recommendation? That CMS allow CRNAs in every state to work without the supervision of a surgeon or anesthesiologist. Hospital administrators are already more willing than ever to accept CRNA-delivered anesthesia from their contracted providers. Just as it has become in pharmacy and physical therapy, the new gold standard in registered nurse education is a doctoral program awarding a Ph.D., DRNP, or similar degree. Of course, nurses with doctorates want recognition of their new status, Hello, Mr. Smith. I'm Dr. Jones. No, not exactly. There are fewer dollars to go around, and let's assume nurses and other paraprofessionals can deliver the same service, or at least a level of service benchmarked to the mediocrity of national health care. If those paraprofessionals are doctors, can we then expect a major reboot in the system in which MDs are removed from the flowchart? Or are they relegated to a less prominent role of technician, not a frontline provider with control over patient care, and importantly, over the flow of patients to and through the system? All of the invasion of the body snatchers, once nurses are doctors, the transition will be complete. There's no magic pill to resolve this dilemma. On the political front, there's the ballot box. On the medical society front, there's tremendous PR work to be done to convince the public of the deceptive substitution of providers. And on the levels that can more easily be impacted by your personal involvement, there's the fight at the medical staff level to protect patients by making certain that physicians control medical care and that paraprofessionals are supervised by the appropriate physician specialist in implementing that physician's orders. On the medical group level, it's avoiding establishing business practices that foster acceptance on the part of your patients and referring physicians of employed or subcontracted paraprofessionals as substitutes for physicians. Physician extenders are one thing. Physician executioners are quite another. Whether by plan or coincidence, the substitution of paraprofessionals for physicians is a major element of the long con of national health care. As they say in the confidence game, if you don't know who the mark is, it's you.